Welcome to Through the Wire. You're not going to do it? I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Why wouldn't you do it? Because I wanted to give you I a did chance. it last time. So no, I thought, that was me who did it last time, right? I have right? no idea. No, I was like, through the wire. Restart, restart, restart. Give no, me, we're not give restarting. Me the give me the cue. Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we back three-man weaving. Last night, we went to a White Sox game, and Pierre got a little bit too tipsy. Um, He's super hungover, so he decided not to show up to You're not going to sit the rest, though? Not, I mean, if you want to tell the rest of the story, you can. But he was more than t- he was drunk and got into a fight, and so yeah, multiple daiquiris so- does not sound like a good recipe. He'll hey. be back next episode, though, right? He'll be back next episode. Okay. I yeah. mean, I hope. I know I ain't never seen a hangover that take three days to get over. <laughs> the black eye might be there too, though, because oh yeah. shit, yeah, wait. I never had a black eye. I don't think I'll ever be in that situation. <laughs> but, but it was it was a one on one. You dig? I know mm. we was fourteen deep, but you know we let them do what they had to do. Yeah. If um, I was there, it wouldn't have been no one on ones. I went you around. W- I was getting food. Oh, bro. Okay, we gonna talk about this game. We we're, we're gonna talk about this game at the later part of the episode because I know a lot of y'all want basketball talk. Mm. But we went to the White Sox game. White Sox versus Red Sox. It was a good game. White Sox got the win four three. Um. Derek and his girlfriend arrived, I would say, in the second inning. Yeah. Y'all got there in the second inning. Them boys and, and his girlfriend did not get to their seat until, like, the sixth inning because y'all are walking around getting food and all of that. You missed majority of the game. You missed all the home runs. You missed all the runs scored because you was out there eating and grubbing. Bro, I wanted to get there so early, but shit happened, and she couldn't, and she oh. ended up being late. <laughs> That's a funny way to put it. And, like, I was – I told her let's leave at five thirty. We didn't leave till like six. Yeah, <laughs> was that was that a, uh, a different people in the friend group that were like we're leaving at six two or something? That was Terrence them. Okay, no, yeah, no, 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 no. He said he was gonna be there at six thirty. I left towards the city at like four o'clock, and I promise you, it was just so it was much. Like yeah, because yeah. I think the Cubs played like the Cubs played that day too, so oh. they had that traffic. Plus, people getting off work. They had like everything Friday combined. People yeah. going down to the city. It was, but it was a good time. We'll talk about that a little bit later, man. What's comment of the day? Uh, comment of the day is coming from Izan Izana Double Zero. Okay, Shout says uh, four year anniversary was a couple days ago on September third. Crazy how far it all comes. Keep grinding, and we'll always support. Really, September third. That was that's our anniversary day. Wow, we didn't even acknowledge our own anniversary. I I, I didn't even know that was the day. Um, I didn't know either. But I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah, it does. September. What YouTube channel was our first episode on? My YouTube channel. What YouTube channel existed four years ago? (laughs) It was ours. It it was mine, I mean. That video's got to have over 100K views by now. I think it's got way more than Every time I check, it just has like more and more. I think it was at a million. It's way more than 100K. It's way more than 100K. Why are you disrespecting our our fan base? (laughs) Um, Through the CTW episode one. Oh, it comes up if you type that in? I hope so. It better. <laughs> um, okay, do you want to take a guess? Final guess of what you think the first episode got four years ago. 640K. 640K. 957K. 820,000 views. Oh, shit. That's, That's insane crazy. when you really yeah. think about it. And it was a two-hour episode. It was so. It's such a bad show. <laughs> it is. It's, it's terrible. So bad. It's uh, terrible. I can't believe it's got that many views. But, hey, it is what it How is. How many likes does it have? Um, 6,000. That's, I feel like that's not that good. Yeah, that's, that's not, not that. It's that's not. kind of, of a weird yeah, it's ratio a weird, yeah, yeah. Yeah. for the amount of views and the amount of likes. Hey, some people, I mean, it was a two-hour episode. You got to imagine a lot of people coming back four times to watch two hours of, of footage. You <laughs> right. know? 
I hated that myself. That shit probably put a couple people to sleep. I hated myself sleep. back then. You hated yourself or hated your uh, your on camera slash on microphone self? That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that was like I hated your first myself as a strong ass thing. <laughs> 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 but no, facts. Facts. We all, none of us knew we the hell, what the hell we were doing. At that point, my channel had like 200, 300,000 subscribers. And I still didn't really have like a personality on the YouTube. So it was just like, hey, Mike, what do you think about this team? Hey, Derek, what do you think about this team? Mm-hmm. And it was no love flow, no conversation. And we've come I a long way. I think you had now. a little bit more comfortable. You were more comfortable. Oh, I was definitely more comfortable than y'all. But even then, I wasn't like I am now. I think yeah. Pierre was kind of came on there. Just be, He's been the same since yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pierre can literally talk to anybody. Or just like, I don't know. He, he's a dude that kind of like. He's a character that stands out almost in like no matter what situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we've been in times where like it, we've been in an Uber and he's just sparking some weird conversation with the, the driver. Too, though. Yeah, I, I can talk to anybody too. He would, but what what's his go to question to an Uber driver? Your best food uh, place. Where's or the best food? Like that. Yeah, because when you're in a new city, they all they seem to always know. But. I mean, I guess so. And then like with Pierre, he's also very creative. Like he can freestyle at any time. Like. It's crazy how he could just rap whenever he wants to rap. <laughs> Speaking of rap, EP dropping soon. It's- I was listening to that shit yesterday on a, on my way home this morning, bro. I can't wait to drop. <laughs> I, I shit go hard, bro. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, that, yeah. That EP is nice. It is. We still looking for, I think our cover art is still up mm-hmm. in the air at the moment. and um, I want to get on another one of those Rick Ross type beats. Do you know any, we asked you before, he was like, are you doing any more music? He's like, no. Nah. Or he was like, do you, would you do any solo stuff? Oh, no. I would never do You just do need to be featured all the time. Yeah. Okay. Pay for his features. What's your feature fee again? $50. <laughs> a lot of people are going to hit you up for 50 You better raise that price. You're going to be writing <laughs> lyrics every day, all day. Right. $50 ain't nothing. It'll be a good Because how record. are you going to record yeah, it? You're gonna you got to pay more than 50 to get, this, get a spot oh. to film it or uh, to record it. He's going to get a uh, good friend, B. Lane. Shout out to B. Lane. <laughs> he got somewhere. He be dropping yeah. music and stuff. All right, let's get into th- two things. Between the last episode and this episode, basketball-related stuff that happened in the NBA, nothing. Not a goddamn thing happened in the NBA over the past week or so. Um, this is a place where majority of people are taking vacations and stuff, and I don't blame them. I damn near woke up this morning and was like, should we? You know what I'm saying? Do we need to show up? Because I know we got a schedule. When Pierre come back, we're, we, we will do like top 10 power forwards, and then we'll get to centers, and then we'll do some other lists and drafts and stuff like that. But whenever we three-man weave, we don't want to leave Pierre out because, yeah. you know, Pierre is part of the show too. So these episodes with three-man weave is way more free-flowing, and damn near I want to fucking cancel them. Yeah, the rankings I wish, are so much better with four people than I can imagine being with three. Yeah. Yeah. I be, I wish we could have the Zoom thing work so we could have he still here or something like he that. He's not trying to do that no more. Yeah. We lost a whole ass episode because and of And it was a great episode. We just came, we episode. just showed up to have a conversation. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> here here are the top things that happened in the NBA this week. Um in the in the middle of August, the 76ers met with Ben Simmons and Rich Paul. 76ers told Simmons they couldn't find a deal and hoped to put aside the differences. Simmons told them he didn't want to play for the team again, and if he wasn't traded by the end of the month, he didn't intend to come to training camp. Ooh, and shit. he could be fined up to one point three million. And guess what he said? I don't. That care. ain't nothing. Yeah. He said, "I I got that type. You paid me a max. One yeah, point get, something ain't nothing. He, <laughs> didn't he get like two hundred million? Damn near. Ridiculous. <laughs> he got sponsorship deals. He be doing live streams with like Alienware. Mm-hmm. That one point yada yada ain't nothing to him. Yeah. He wants to get out of there. That's mm-hmm. kind of crazy that not showing up training camp is a million dollar fine. It makes sense though. I mean, I'm I'm I want 
people to know that I'm all for player empowerment, 100%. I think it's the one of the greatest things LeBron has given to the league, um, even deeper than like just having fun watching him every single night. Him empowering – I mean, I guess he's mostly empowering star players because the seventh man on the roster don't have no fucking power. It's yeah. You get traded every other day. But having the ability to have some say on your future is one of the greatest things to him. Um, but – that being said, I do think that the the organization deserves something. So if I got to find you one point, yada, yada, to, for you to come here, there's got to be the case. Yeah. It's got to like, be the case. I think, well, how would how did y'all feel when y'all heard about what Shaq and Chuck said, if y'all heard it? That they said Ben Simmons, you ain't Oh, that I got the exact good. quotes. Ben Simmons, don't be putting pictures on your Instagram of your Ferrari and what actress <laughs> you hanging out with. When you play for a hard work in town, they don't give a shit about that. That's from Shaq. And then Chuck said... This is the third year they've been putting on these bullshit jump shots. I'm not falling for the <laughs> banana and the tailpipe again. And then they went on to say, like, Ben Simmons, you're not good enough to give a list. And that's the Bruh. same thing I said in my video. Yeah. You're not good enough to make a <laughs> what list. What I got for y'all today literally ties into where all that shit, like, mm. goes into. Yeah, he literally has no say in where he goes. I don't know why he thinks he can pick the California teams. They could literally ship, ship you to Toronto, right? Let, they let's get this started. Let's get this started. So what I got for y'all today is NBA's harsh realities. Mm-hmm. It might not, it might not always be harsh. It might be something positive about that team. Um, it's just more so opinions that I have for around the league. Mm-hmm. And the goal is for y'all to tell me if I'm tripping Back. or if y'all agree. We're going to start with Philly. Let's start with Philly from Ben Simmons has no leverage. He's probably gets traded later rather than sooner. Mm. Um, I'm gonna say I disagree. What What is your definition of later? Are we saying like I think he, in the season? In the season, um, let's say around trade deadline. Oh, I, I think you bugging. Um, just because I don't think he's bluffing about I'm willing to pay that money. Yeah, I legit think he's he wants to get out there so bad that he's okay with losing money, losing money, losing money because he understands once he gets back to being traded, he's just gonna make that money back. Mm-hmm. Like, like the I think the Ben Simmons thing is fascinating. I know that's all everybody's talking about right now. It just so happened to be in the offseason time where nothing else is going on. Um, I don't think it should be as big as what it is, but it's just the only thing in the NBA right now. Fucking Damian Lillard posted a picture of him saying, I'm back, Rip City, so you could take him off the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bradley Beal, he's off the table. So who is the next big player that could potentially get traded? It's Ben Simmons. And I saw a lot of people, like, disrespecting Ben Simmons in the sense that, like, Saying that he don't, he shouldn't be feeling like this and this and that, bro. Of course, he played bad. I am, I am not saying that he didn't. He was absolutely ass. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he's a guy that was an All NBA player what two years ago and came to a playoff series and he did not a goddamn thing on the offensive side of the mm-hmm. ball. I'm not excusing that. But the things that happened after that, whether it be his teammates throwing him under buffs just a little bit, even if they they took back those statements. Um, coaching throwing him under the bus just a little bit and them taking back those statements, fans burning jerseys, all of that shit. I don't blame him for saying, I don't want to be here no more. For for the entirety of their careers together, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, what have we done on this show? Debate if they should be together. We debated if they should be together. And now he's like, okay, we figured out four years of us being together. We ain't done shit. I'm ready to move on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I believe he will get traded. And I think that Philly is going to hate him even more because they're not going to get back the superstar player that they once could have got, like the James Hardens, or wait for the for the Damian Lillards. Right. He's going to be the most hated man in, in their uh, franchise sports history. Yeah. I don't give – why – how can they not find a deal? Just because they – you shouldn't go out here looking for these superstar guys. There's a deal out there for you that can help you get better. 
Yeah. But I think it's that fine line. It's just like you're basically giving away a dude that can be like almost a cornerstone a piece. Yes. You know, for a franchise, you don't want to give that away for nothing. Yeah, but he's not the cornerstone of your franchise. He does not fit your cornerstone. But those don't just come around. It's teams that will be willing to pay that price. But I think right now, and that's why I say they, they got to just kind of drag it out. And I know, like, eventually he's going to end up playing. Like, he's going to get his, his value back up. But right now, like, teams are just going to buy low on him. They know he doesn't want to play for them, so they're just going to bullshit them. Yeah, the 76ers have lost all of their leverage by waiting for the home run hit to bring in a superstar when they could actually get a guy like CJ McCollum that could actually he make them better. Seven, seven, four, like. <laughs> <laughs> or either like the Warriors have a nice package where they include Wiggins and some young guys and maybe some like. I'm not putting, I don't think Wiggins is that dude for that Philly team. Yeah, me either. Just because Joel Embiid is an MVP candidate for the past couple of years. I can't tell him that we bringing in Moses Moody and in three years Moses Moody is going to be good. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, especially yeah. with Joel, he falls on his, his back every game, and you never really know. We Like, wh- what Daryl Moore is trying to do, and I don't blame him, but he's going to have to lower that, like, asking price. He wants a player that can help them right now, and maybe that is C.J. McCollum. Mm-hmm. But he also wants a little bit of draft capital later. Maybe it ain't for him to draft with those picks, but use those picks in future trades to build the perfect team around Joel. Because Joel has been successful in the NBA, but hes I don't think he's ever had the perfect team. I got the, the closest thing to that would be when J.J. The, and Jimmy. J.J. and Jimmy were, were – um. Ben Simmons wasn't looked at to do a goddamn thing. So when he did do something, I think this it was team great. was good as hell. It was, but yeah. then you, you're asking Ben Simmons to be I think more were, of a part than where he it, probably should. And this is why I say like there's a disconnect and like why teams also just like even though he can be that that cornerstone piece, they're like I might hold off because this is a dude like. It's not even just a jump shooting. Mentally, he didn't want to be aggressive and be like a guy. And you can't be that number one cornerstone franchise piece if you just don't have that mental, like, that ability to take over or just, like, be like, you know what? I'm stepping up to the plate. And so, like, without that, I don't I don't know if I want to give up all these jab conversations and all that for a dude like that. I'm going to I'm gonna just say, I'm going to look at teams, um, team names, and I'm going to say a name. And you just say yes or no if you would do the deal. These are not real trades, obviously, but I'm trying to figure out the value of Ben Simmons because I think that's one of the biggest questions, too. Even Ben Simmons' group is like, it's not my job to raise my my value. It is what it is. Fucking trade me, right? So I'm just going to name some teams out here that might have a package or so, and you tell me if you were the opposing team. Fuck what Philly think. If you were the <laughs> opposing team, would you trade this player for Ben Simmons? Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I think you have players that can, like, replicate what Pascal does for Toronto. Uh, Colin Sexton. Uh, actually, they just got um Scotty Barnes. They did get Scotty Barnes. And Ben Simmons and him damn near play exactly the same. So. Maybe not? No. Okay. Um, Colin Sexton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would. Um, I would get that size. Malcolm Brogdon and TJ Warren. You know what? Yeah. I would. Bro, I was looking at the Pacers team, and Pacers are on this list for this reality. They're so deep, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, t- you, TJ Warren was hurt, right? You, I mean, you're not going to miss him as much as you and did. He just, and he just had a step setback in his recover, in his rehab, so now he's going to be out indefinitely again. All right, and then you get Malcolm Brogdon, or you're replacing Malcolm Brogdon. You still have TJ McConnell off the bench, who's not a really good shooter, but I think he can kind of, like, take away some of the stuff that Ben Simmons doesn't do. So I, I like that for the Pacers. D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think throwing in Malik Beasley, I guess you have to, but I would be a little reluctant just because I would like to keep Malik Beasley a little bit, but it's fine. The I'm, reason, putting, I'm matching him with Cat, so that's really good. The reason, yeah, I, I don't know if there's a better fit in the NBA for Ben Simmons than Cat. Yeah, or Miles Right. Turner. The only way I think like Timberwolves <laughs> is kind of hesitant is just like, bro, we haven't seen this shit work yet. Like, mm-hmm. we want we want to actually do this. So. And those are their scores other than Ant. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or um, him and Jokic would look nice together. Think so? Ben and Jokic would be very nice. Interesting. How do we get that to happen? I don't think they ain't even got nothing to work. Like, you're not trading Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr. No. No, right? They would have no. to trade Jamal Murray. And I don't think Philly is going to because they want to win a championship right now, and Jamal won't be back. Yeah. Um, Tyrese Halliburton. Put him and Fox together? Maybe. I could see it. You but can. Does, but uh, Sack just already said that they're not willing to yep. trade either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta have him or Rashawn Holmes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you, as good as he is, like he needs a lot of the right keys for him to be like as successful as we, you want him to be. And that, that's what his his team is basically saying. Like, we want to go somewhere where I can be the Giannis, and it's just like there's not places in the league where you can actually do that right now. Yeah, you just can't. Unless he just went to like a bad team, like let's say like the Magic, they could probably build a team around him eventually. Eventually, but the well, Magic don't be, have anything that Philly will be like enticed yeah, about. Yeah, it's exactly. like yeah. he would literally have to go to a team that's bad and just wait for them to build around him. Yeah, and then I mean, who is they? They shoot in center. <laughs> yeah, true. Wendell, what you talking about? Hey, if you play 2K, Wendell be winning most improved player. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you know that shit, fake. Wendell be averaging like 18 and 11 every year. I'm like, God damn. Do you have any more teams? Nah, that was pretty much it. All right, we're going to move on to the next team. It is the Warriors. Do not make a single move unless Klay Thompson looks like himself. So they keep all the draft uh, picks they had, mm. all their rookies and everything. Well, I don't see anybody intrigued about their draft picks right now. So, yeah. That's an interesting one. Um, I would say, yeah, just because I don't know if they can. Like, I keep seeing trade packages and stuff, and I'm not a cap expert or a contract expert, but when Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and these guys sign their contracts to play with the Warriors, they can't get traded for 60-ish days or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 60 days is, like, right before what Klay Thompson is supposed to come back. So I don't even know if you could make that deal or any deals, with, with at least with those two. You could still trade Wiseman and Wiggins for right. sure. Um, but if that's the case, if it's Wiseman and Wiggins and a superstar player or Sar- uh, yeah, a Yeah, I'm going to rephrase that. It's just they don't, they don't make any trades unless Klay Thompson looks like he's himself. Oh, then nah. Nah, I, I, I'm against that. I think that they should do whether or not Klay Thompson – because I don't think Klay Thompson's going to look like himself this first year. No. You know what I'm saying? But if you can trade whatever to get people that are under contract for multiple years, so now you have Steph who signed an extension, you have Klay, you have Dre, and whatever this fourth piece is – Maybe this ain't our year, but next year when Clay got yeah. his rhythm back, then that can be our year. Yeah, I would like them to try to like go get a guy like Miles Turner. I think he would be a great fit for them. Yeah. I, I don't really know they, what other holes in their lineup they need to fill. I think they just need to add veterans. Like I, I think they just need to round out their roster. We can look at it like, okay, he's there. He's gonna do. He's a dude that's gonna do something when it comes to playoff time. It don't gotta be he gonna drop twenty or thirty, but that's a dude that they can rely. On. Like. You think about those teams with that that they won with not only with just like KD, but they had players like David West who contributed, like Andre Iguodala, like players that did the small things for that team. Yeah. If Bradley Beal becomes available, I'm putting money that he's going to the Warriors. Oh yeah, if he becomes available, mm-hmm. I don't I think know. If they, he I think they have the best package unless you want to look at Ben Simmons. But when you can you can get three young guys 
and they have like seven picks. picks. Well, I guess it's five picks now because they use those two. They have like yeah. five picks available that they can flip out. And I'm not saying all five will go to Washington in a hypothetical trade. But I, I think Wiseman's going to be better this year. For sure. Um, get his value up a little bit more. And then I just look at that lineup. I don't care who the five is. If you got Steph, Clay, Bradley, and Dre, come on, mm-hmm. bro. Come on, bro. Sheesh. Come on, bro. Uh, next one is the Kings. So the Kings were 12th last year. Um, the teams that they were above were Houston, OKC, and Minnesota. Um, I think I want to see this team take a lead, but I think this team's going to take another step back. Like they had 31, they won 31 games last year. Um, I think the West has quietly had gotten better, mm-hmm. kind of around, like solidly all around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're one of those teams that could take a drop. I mean, they're already pretty bad last year, so. I wasn't. I didn't have high expectations for the Kings. This I want to say they were like three games out of the plan. It was around. They were. I think um, it was like three check. or four games. Yeah, it was. They were. I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna say the Kings will be better this year. How much better though? They're much they better fight? as making the plan. Are I they feel making like. the plan? That's. I think that's the goal. Because I can honestly see them still being around 31 wins. Man, I, I want. I want to bet on De'Aaron and. Tyrese. Tyrese. I played. But the rest of the roster is just so like. Ah. In 2K22, I played the Kings. Davion Mitchell be locking up. No, bro. no. He is ridiculous. He's locked, he locks play, up. He locks he be up. making all NBA, all defensive teams like rookie year. Like, he is ridiculous. <laughs> I need them to find a deal for Harrison Barnes. I think that would be like the best ideal thing for them to do because he does not mm-hmm. fit their timeline. And there's just no reason for them to be on the roster. What do you think that timeline is? I feel like they're more so on a young movie. They got Fox, Halliburton. They just drafted um, Davion. Davion Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Rashad me, Holmes isn't old. He's pretty yeah. young. But they have they missed the, they missed the playoffs is, for a decade, bro. To me, I don't think he hurts or helps them. Like he just hears some Barnes. He's just there. So that's why I'm saying like they should just move him. He's like I disrespect the Black Falcon. I think he's a big part. He's of He's like twenty nine, thirty years old. Why is he there? I mean, he's, he's just, a positive player. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's a good player. I mean, he's not. He's not going to bite no person to take him over the top, but he's been like a good scorer for them. He's yeah, had he, big shots for them, no doubt. For sure. No, definitely does. But I feel like he his value is more so with a contending team. I don't know. I I, I mean, I, could, I definitely understand what you're saying. But, like, I just – you would have to be getting back something pretty solid. I think it would be hard to convince Kings fans that, like, oh, snap, this player that's been good for us and a veteran in the locker room, we're right. going to trade him away to get worse and get younger. <laughs> like, it's been a decade, bro. It's been over a decade, bro. We just want to see some success. Yeah. Just want to see some success. And I don't know. I think Black Falcon is, is the real hey, deal. He's, he's dope. He ain't bringing much success to that, room, he, he to that team. <laughs> so he, they he wouldn't miss him that so. much. Um, next one is the Lakers. Russell Westbrook is the player that faces the most pressure this season. I think the whole team does. I don't think it's just Russell Westbrook because this is like a championship or bust year for them. When you look at that team, they're, like, really old. And, like, this is, like, their window. And, like, LeBron's – I don't know if you want to bet on him coming back another year and still being LeBron because, like, we saw him last year kind of take a step back and, like, not be the LeBron that we once saw. So, like, I don't think you want to waste that time of, like, trying to, like, rely on him to get you there. Um, I'm just looking over teams and trying to figure out if there's a player I think has more pressure. Um. Ben Simmons has a ton of pressure, but that depends on where he goes. So I, I do think that Russell Westbrook has probably the most pressure on him as amongst any player. Um, just because the opinions of Russell Westbrook have been up and down for his entire career. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I, I would say majority of people want to see him win. Like, whether you you like him on the court or not, you got to admit that he's been a really good person off the court. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard not to root for a dude that gives 100% all the time. And, yeah, there is pressure because people question, could he be the number three option, which is probably what he should be. We haven't seen him him take that, that huge back seat yet. Um, even though he has allowed great players to flourish, Bradley Beal led the league in scoring with Russell Westbrook next to him. James Harden was dominating with Russell Westbrook next to him. Kevin Durant won an MVP with Russell Westbrook and next to him. And led the league in scoring. And led the league in scoring. <laughs> so it's not it's not like Russell Westbrook hasn't been able to be the number two, but now we want to see him be the number three, and I think that's – I don't know. I think, honestly, the media is going to put it on LeBron because I feel like when it comes to LeBron-led teams, the pressure is always on LeBron. It's never mm-hmm. on really anybody else. I feel like when you look at the, when you look at the teams that he's been on, it's kind of like we see him – Put the pressure on other guys. Like he don't hold himself accountable. Like he'll he'll be on other people's asses when he'll do the same shit by like not getting back on defense, taking mm-hmm. bad shots sometimes, and like that's the type of shit that I think. This is just like an up and in the air. Like real quick, um, who do you who would you consider the favorites this year? The Lakers, if they're fully healthy. I don't see really many teams out west beating them in a seven game series. Brooklyn. Are you talking about the entire league? Oh, the entire league. Oh, it's Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh yeah, Brooklyn. yeah. It's yeah. Brooklyn. Yes, no, entirely yes. I was thinking in the West. But I made a video about this of how crazy or how unpredictable the NBA seasons are. Um, I know we had that period where we knew it was going to be LeBron coming out of the East and then the Warriors because they were so fucking dominant. But every year around that, there's something that happens that the favorite gets eliminated, the favorite goes down with injuries, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, So as much as we want to say pencil in Brooklyn versus L.A., it might not happen. It might not. And I guess it could just be more so the West. But for that, that's the reason I said like Russell Westbrook faces that pressure because he is now literally on a team that expected to win a championship, mm-hmm. and I feel like people are gonna it, it's gonna be some type of way somehow some way like in the playoffs he's gonna have some type of negative effect or something that he's gonna have to overcome right I think there's a time where Russell Westbrook is gonna have to learn like especially in the playoffs when it's more like difficult to do the things he does like he's gonna have to get in where he fit in so like it might have to be he might be have to be playing off ball it might. Now, I mean, he might not have to, like, be on the floor for a certain amount of time because they need that space or need the right matchups out there. Like, it's it's going to be different for him this year. I don't think that's going to be an issue for Russell Westbrook. I think that was a big part of why him and LeBron and AD met and they sat down and talked. Like, they probably talked about, like, what it's going to take for us to win. And, like, I feel like he bought in completely to what's going on. And I feel like he's at a point in his career where he knows that if he don't do X, X, and X, mm-hmm. it won't work. So like, I think he's ready. I think I think Russell Westbrook's due for a big season. I think Anthony Davis is due for an even bigger season because last year was eh, he he was not very impressive last season for me. I would prefer that Russell Westbrook didn't have a big season. I think it's more so not just a big season statistically. Like in his role, we're gonna see a different Russell Westbrook, and I think that's still so. a big season for him. Yeah, to see him star in a different role. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Like, I don't know. One of my biggest things, I feel like it's going to be so much, like, fun offense for them. You have LeBron and Russell, and both they have led the league in assists. Yeah. You know, so that, it's going to be weird to see how they share the ball and how the, the ball gets passed. That's why Anthony Davis should have a big season. He should eat. He should, told, he should get spoon Bro, fed. it was a couple of episodes I was going to, like, he should have, like, damn near 10 points a game off just running the floor. Yeah. Literally just running the floor. He has two of the best pick-and-roll players we've seen in the game. <laughs> On his team. There's no reason why he should be picking popping all the time. I don't know. But it's Anthony Davis. 
So yeah. I was, bro. I was, again, I keep talking about 2K, but that should be so funny. I was playing the Lakers and I was guarding Anthony Davis. He just taking threes. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't even guarding him. I was at the five. I think we had like, who was it? I played on OKC. We had like Isaiah Roby. Isaiah Roby guarding him. He taking pull up threes. No, that's Anthony Davis for <laughs> Um, next one is the Rockets. Uh, I know it's always easier said than done, but they might have to take that L and buy John Wall out. For sure. I don't think he fits that team. At um, all. Like, he's going to set back your young players. That you're, well, John Wall does a good job making his guys better, but you want to put guys, like you want to put Kevin Porter Jr. probably at that PG spot instead of having him at the two. Because um, then what are you putting Kevin Porter and then Jalen Green at the three? I think bo- switch that up, but it don't matter. Both wings. Yeah, I feel like one. And, I feel like Kevin Porter Jr. should be at the one, and then Jalen Green mm-hmm. should be at the three. That don't two. matter, John. I feel like he's just gonna eat up minutes. If he's playing, he's gonna eat up minutes. Yeah, you're not gonna deserve. have a guy that's getting forty-seven million coming off and the bench. I, it's not a damn team in a league that's gonna trade for John Wall. No. Oh, John Wall has two years left on his contract too. So buying him out would be expensive as shit. Yeah. It would be. Um, so now that I think about that, I thought he was on his last year, but he has a player option worth forty-seven. He's not He's taking that forty-seven. That's fifty million. That's fifty million dollars right there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so I don't know, bro. You typically now it has happened. Kevin Walker just got bought out on two years left of his deal, so it's not it's not impossible. Hey, knock on wood. And I, I'm not even really trying to be funny. I was like, bro, when's the last time John Wall pl- like played a decent amount of an NBA season? Like, you it's know, to let it run its bro. course, he probably gonna play half the season, and then you are gonna have it like that. Knock on wood, though. I think we, John all, Wall, we all love you, John Wall. I hope that John Wall gets to a new team eventually. I would love to see him with the Clippers. That is a He's team. only 31, Bro, right that now. is a team I was like, I wish they would have somehow got John Wall instead of him. Yeah, Gilles. no way, so, boy. It's just the bro. John Wall is good. It's just that freaking contract is what makes yeah, it like, yeah, damn. Yes, yeah, the contract. If that's he was <laughs> making $20 million instead of $40 million, people would be like, bueno. Oh, yeah. Hell, t- teams will be on their ass. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> if he was making Kimball Walker money or Dennis Schroeder money right now, Come shit. On, Dennis, <laughs> You know I don't think saying? I don't think nobody want to be making Dennis Schroeder. Well, I would. But, he might but get, he's gonna get if he got <laughs> bought <laughs> out. Yeah, he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna get that type of. And we seen right? Blake Griffin had got bought out, but I think he, in his situation, he actually ended up giving some of the money back too. I think it's like around 15, 13, 15 million mm-hmm. uh, for his situation. But if John Wall wants to be in a better situation, he's probably gonna have to do that too. <laughs> Just take that, take that pay cut. Yeah, I don't. You're getting damn near like okay. fifty million. You're in his shoes. All right, you you are John Wall right now. I am Raphael Stone. Uh, Raphael? Raphael Stone. And I say to you, John, you got $90 million left for your contract. <laughs> we want to buy you out by giving you $15 million of it and you cutting the rest. But you get to go to a new situation. Are you saying yes or no? Hell no. 15, exactly. 15 million. Exactly. No. No, no, no. exactly. Blake Griffin, they didn't just give him like – uh, I might have to look at the numbers. I said they they shaved fifteen off of his. Yeah, it's not they just gave him that thirteen fifteen mil, Blair or they bought him out. last year of his deal too. But he was also getting like 40, wasn't it like forty million. Yeah, he was up. getting a lot of money, and that's still. why I said they shaved that thirteen off, and it was like twenty twenty seven, I think. Yeah, I would think you would have had to pray offer him like seventy. Ain't no way, John Blake Wall dropped... gave, got, gave a good um, interview on JJ's show. He did. Day. They that were talking about good. the Clippers. It yeah. was really nice. It was really good. Yeah. Um. He's making thirty one. Okay, so that's not as bad. So he he ended up only getting bought up for around probably like seventeen then. So that's not as bad. But yeah, John Wall is just a that Rockets team is literally like you just want to let the young guys eat, and like John Wall kind of slows that down if he's playing. 
the player surrenders an agreed amount money of his guaranteed contract in exchange, he is released and allowed to sign to a new team. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just, if anything, John Wall is still a cool dude. Like, a, just mm. a, I feel like in the locker room, maybe, I mean, he's, I'm not saying he's not a good veteran, but like, I feel like him and Jalen Green might be homies, might become homies. They Don't might. they feel like that type? They might, but I feel like if he's healthy, he's going to want to play. Oh, he, he's he going to want to play. But you know what's, like, I think all things can coexist for this next year, at least for the, it's only one season. You can probably yeah. buy him out next year, right? Okay. You like, you, yeah, Even you if can, you're only giving him yeah. 25 minutes a game, you can still give him 25, give Jalen his 30-something, and still get Ken Porter Jr. his 30-something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think he, gonna, he can honestly bring, like, a winning. He's going to bring – He's not like, taking him to no, no playoffs. No, 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 no. He's going to bring, like, a competitive aspect to that team. Well, they don't have I a mean, pick they, this year, so it don't matter. They should be competitive. They should try to be competitive because mm-hmm. that pick is in OKC, if I'm not mistaken. They're gonna, definitely going to be very exciting with him. Shangun and uh, Woods in that front court. Hey, you know Marcin Gortat got fucking paid because of John Wall. Shangun, <laughs> <laughs> you looking like I'm the man out <laughs> um, Somebody got a John Wall tattoo. Hell no. Yeah, they did. Him at Kentucky. Oh, okay. John Wall tweeted it, but it's like yeah, that's in 2000. It's in like the 2010 format. But <laughs> 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 like he ret- he did like the retweet, but not the retweet. He's I don't, funny. It, I don't wonder did he he had to have typed that out. Yeah, he did. He, he had, had to. There's no way Twitter don't do that no more. That was a long ass time Hell ago, no. John. He out of the loop. Um, next one comes from the Thunder. Shea gets shut down at some point this season. I'm gonna say no for the sake of the NBA. They they need to find that organization if Shea gets shut down again. Swear to God, they need Faze, to find bro. him. Legitimately, yeah. he's too he's too good of a player to not be out there hooping because we want to be bad. And but they always mask it over some type of injury. Yeah. And I know he was dealing with stuff, but you cannot tell me that boy couldn't have played the last 15, 20 games of the year. Let him yeah. hoop, bro. I know OKC fans want a good pick. You know what I'm saying? They was photoshopping K Cunningham, and they didn't get that. But you have a dude that you just maxed out. Let's let's have him hoop. Let's have him hoop now. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be shut down. And I think it just it's just bad for player development. Like, yeah, he's gonna get better. But you want to just leave him out there, let him keep flourish. Him, yeah, you keep some reps. continuity yeah. with his his team too. Yeah, yeah. The more reps you get, the better you are. So it helps you for the future for sure. Um, next one is the Nets. Uh, Quietly had one of the best off seasons. Obviously, they resigned Kevin Durant. Um, but they picked up Patty Mills, Javon, Seku, got Lamarcus back, uh, Paul Millsap. Um, they Griffin got resigned. Yep, and then they brought in rookies Cam Thomas, who I heard could score the ball, and then the, Deron the Sharp. Rich, the rich got rich. The rich got rich. Yeah, so I was like, it, <laughs> so. no names jump out the list, but you're like, okay. No, no. Patty Mills jumps straight off the fucking list for me, bro. <laughs> I like, just like it because Patty, you can either even have like that, that offensive boost with Patty Mills, which I don't know how much boost you need offensively, but or you could put throw in Javon. You for literally the just signed like a six man of the year type of player onto your championship roster. Yep. Like that's literally what you just did. And Patty Mills has won championships. He knows what it takes to win, and he's been around that Spurs culture for so long that like he's gonna add something to that locker room that probably nobody else on that bench brought. Yeah, that's why I say heavy favorites. Yeah, heavy favorites. Like one of the things about last year is like you don't they didn't really have a full rotation of players that you trusted. Yeah. Now they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's dangerous. And then if like Kyrie is hurt, you can put Patty Mills in a starting lineup. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. they're pretty good. If Kyrie is hurt or he decides that he wanna go do some other things. You True. have that ability, Kyrie. That's, that, was, <laughs> that wasn't a negative joke, I'm just saying. 
know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, then they didn't they draft like the the best score in college. Yeah, yeah. Cam, Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna get PT like a lot of PT, but I mean they're gonna they're gonna have a game where they blow somebody out and, he and he's gonna get some run. minutes and he's gonna hey. play. And you get to come in and learn from James Harden, Kyrie, and Kevin Durant. <laughs> like, come on, dog. Come on, man. I feel like those are like some funny dudes to be like. They're not all about just business. Like mm-hmm. they're gonna be hanging out and For doing sure. that type of shit too. So that's gonna be. I fun. feel like Kevin Durant's one of those dudes that I would love to just sit down and just talk to. Like I, even when I watch his Taylor Rooks interview, where they go to like this restaurant, and they just sit down. And, like he just seems very just, just down fun. to earth. Yeah, it just seems fun to just talk to. Yeah. If he's if he likes you, I don't know how he would be with us. Uh, yeah, I, don't I don't think, think he would I don't like think you. He talks to everybody. No, I feel like it definitely has to be like someone he's cool with. It's either that or you got to disrespect him, say some bullshit. I bet he reply. reply to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like the only way to get a Kevin Durant reaction. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what's ridiculous about that? People make it their sole purpose to get a like a, a reply from like a KD. Even he, if they're a KD yeah. fan, they'll say some dumb shit to try to get his attention. He brings yeah, that's stupid. he brings that attention on himself just by responding just to, to the trolls. Negative, yeah, like if he responded to positivity, sometimes maybe motherfuckers would send more. But but you know, people have figured that out how neg- to get a reaction. That negative comment sticks out, bro. He because sees he, all that positivity exactly, shit. That negative comment is going to stick out. He is so out. damn good. It ain't nothing I can say to Kevin Durant to make him say thank you. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like I know, like I know, motherfucker. I know I'm the greatest scorer. I know that. But when somebody say something negatively, it stands out. I mean, that's true about us, too. Like, we probably get a million comments ourselves. But if you post a picture and somebody say L, you'd be like, who the fuck is you to say L? Instead of all the W's that you saw. Yeah. I respond to good tweets. If somebody responds, you should, yeah. Yeah, somebody responds to me about something good that I did, I'll re- I respond. I tend to not respond to negativity. I try to do that, but some of it just get under my skin. Bro. Yeah, now I think about when that dude told me, he's like, you don't know Big L. Like, I should just let him alone. But I just decided, like, who are you to tell me? Yeah, something like that. Like, if somebody told me, you don't fuck with Drake like that. Like, that'll probably make me mad. <laughs> I listen to Certified Lover Boy, by the way. Uh, do you like it? Opinions? I do not like it. Not at all? There are a few songs that I think were cool, but, like, overall, as a project, wasn't a fan. The song with Jay-Z is just nasty, bro. jay Z's ridiculous. Him and him and Drake slid on that motherfucker too hard. Like, <laughs> that one, um, the one that always got the city name. Oh, that's the location and time. Yeah, location and time. Oh, I ain't heard those yet. Location and time go crazy. And there was one more that I was like, damn. Did you like the hard. one with Dirk and uh, Giveon? I like that one. I think I Dirk... only listened to it once through. So some he of it just is found out about Lil Dirk like a week ago. Him? Yeah, I found out. <laughs> I knew that Lil Durk existed. I don't want people to misunderstand. But I'm I don't listen to new music often. Oh, true. So I don't I don't know what song right. was it. You were like, damn, Lil Durk did his thing. It was on Ye's album. Oh, okay. Oh. Ye, I think he wrote a he wrote a verse about uh, Vaughn, uh, and I was like, damn, he's he's Durk, on that Durk is a very good feature. Like, and he's good on by himself. Yeah, but when no, he's your feature, Durk's that man, bro. Yeah. Durk's that man. Um, we can move on to the next one. Uh, we're gonna go. Portland, Damian Lillard will finish this season, and more likely, I think he's just gonna. I think he's gonna be a Portland in Portland for the next few years. Ooh. In reality, few years. Yeah, I think he's gonna play the season out and see how it goes, and then go off that. I don't think he's unless they're really bad by the trade deadline mm-hmm. to where I think then he might request a trade this season. But if they're decent, like I definitely could see them being like a third, fourth seed this season. Right. Um, but. Other than that, what, I what, do you, what would you see as like the breaking point? And like, at, let's say the year's wrapped, 
they get eliminated in the first round. Okay, another first round exit. Okay, okay. by a team that they should have beat, especially mm. like See, the, it's, it's like like something happened where the Lakers fall and they end up playing Portland. And they lose. I mean, can he really be mad at that? And that's what I think there's a lot of scenarios where they're more like than not. It's just like, for one, regular, they're always going to be a decent regular season yeah. team. Well, as long as they got Damian Lillard, they're going to be Dame. straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the playoffs come, it's, they're going to be in a lot of those situations where it's like they probably are going to have somebody they're, they're going against where they, they probably shouldn't have be like the Lakers or something like that. Or it's just going to be so many excuses for like why he should just come back and run it back versus like, that breaking point is probably not going to come. But the thing is, Philly wants them. And by then, Ben Simmons is going to be gone. <laughs> so they going to miss out on the opportunity. But that, that boy Dame liked the picture of him and Ben Simmons together. They did. So, <laughs> But, yeah, I'm. but this team, it, I had a random moment the other night. I got mad. Mm-hmm. I was about to tweet a rant. I was like, this team is just so fucking small. Like, there's not a good wing on here besides Robert Covington, who's all right. Like, there's no decent wings on this team. Like, y'all got Larry Nance. I'm not saying that's like, that's that man, but no, y'all got another wing. And then, and then they got Tony Snell. Like, that's the next wing in the Tony rotation. Snell. Let, let them tell you about Tony Snell. He's solid. 50 90 club. Yeah, Don't bro. sleep on Tony like, Snell. There's no wings on this team. Just, just Robert Covington. <laughs> then we got Norman Powell. Who's six three six two on a good day? Like, <laughs> on a good day, I love hearing that. So like I, I don't know, bro. I don't know what they're gonna do when it comes to defending wings, to, especially big wings. I'm sorry, fifty fifty one hundred. I had to Google it. A hundred. He, he, he didn't did not, miss. Did not miss a, he hasn't missed a free throw in two seasons. Who? Tony. Snell. Oh shit. So I, if when I go home and check two K, his shit better be a ninety nine. It better be a ninety nine. He's got a. Uh, 43 attempts in two years. So it's not like it's a crazy amount, but it's That's still a 40, very good – no, that's 40-something straight is ridiculous. Yeah. It'd I'm be gonna, so I'm many times they're like during the uh, Warriors games, it'd be like, man, Steph's on a streak. He's yeah, like, he misses. He, yeah, he was like, he, he hasn't missed his last 29 free throws. <laughs> commentator curse immediately, he's going to miss it. I don't know. That is, I feel like that's real. The commentator curse is somehow real. It I don't is. even know how. Um. Okay, okay, okay. I'm trying to figure out, other than Steph Curry, who has the – the record for most free throws made in the row. Kyle like Corver. Kyle Corver. Mm, that might be true. It's a guy named Michael Williams. The, well, how, old, how old was this? Shit. He, he's in a Sonics jersey, so let's <laughs> you know. Let's you know. Um, 97. Oh. 90, 97 free throws made in the row. That's crazy. What year was this? Um, 1993. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't even born. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Williams, man. You, you the goat. 97 three. 97 free throws in a row. That's crazy. Imagine 97 threes. And it was impressive about I don't know what how many he's taking, but like Steph takes a lot of free throws. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm at the Google because I ain't never heard of this fella, so mm-hmm. um It's like that was over the course of like ten games. Hmm. <laughs> that means it has to get like Do I got 10 the wrong free throws again. I got the wrong Michael. Oh, there's more miss multiple Michael I mean, Williams. Michael Williams got to be the most generic <laughs> fucking <laughs> name of all time. Um, you can bring the next one because I don't know if I'm going to find it. Uh, next team is Milwaukee. Let me find out where I just had them. The loss of P.J. Tucker wasn't anything to just be glanced over. So they're going to hmm. miss P.J. Tucker when it all comes down to it again in the playoffs. Um, did they? Do, I don't think they did anything to, like, try to get the next P.J., right? Like, no. I mean, I know P.J. is, like, one of a kind. There's no – a six four power four fire hydrants out there. What did they, they did something though. They signed. They something. brought in. Uh, yeah, they brought room. in a shooter, Grayson. Not they brought Grayson, in Grayson, Grayson Allen, Allen, which is going to be great. I love Grayson Allen. I think he yeah. fits that team mm-hmm. a lot. Um, 
But Bobby Portis was, has shown that he could start. He's not the defensive mind that P.J. Tucker was. But yeah. Are you thinking Bobby going to start? I wouldn't mind Bobby starting with next to Giannis or Brooke Lopez. <laughs> so you move Giannis over to the three? Actually, no. Never mind. They brought in Rodney Hood. Um, Sammy Ozile. Sammy Ozile. He built like a fire. He kind of like, built like him. Um, nah, he not backing down for nobody either. I think that's it. That was all the people they brought in. Yeah. Justin Jackson, was he there last year? Mm-hmm. Did he win a championship? Is Justin Jackson no, he, no, he was with he the was Mavericks, not. right? Or maybe this, well, he was at he the Mavericks or Sacramento. Kings. I think he was the Kings. He was one of them. Um, yeah, I don't think he's going to start. No, I'm, he's not. I, I'm guessing. I don't know what they're starting like. They run in Drew, DiVincenzo. Oh, yeah, DiVincenzo. Middleton. Giannis. Giannis Brooke. Lopez. Yeah. Pretty much the same. Same, same, same as, as last year. Yeah. Before, before Dante got injured. Yeah. Same as last year. Yeah, PJ is definitely going to be missed, but he's going to love Miami's. Miami's going to be very fun, bro. Miami's going to be such a great team. Oh, bro. I, and Miami is not a team I would want to go against because I know they no, play defense. Yeah, especially yeah, in a seven-game series. Like, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy, Bam, PJ. Mm-hmm. Then you got um, Robinson. On a, sound like a Heat fan over here, don't he? Ah, that's, that lineup right there. Shout just out Duncan nasty. Robinson, man. <laughs> Get that paper. Bad chaser. <laughs> Next one is Denver. They don't need Jamal Murray for the regular season. Denver will still be a top four team in the I West. I wanted to say that, yeah. Ooh. No, they will. You think so? I think they are good enough. Jokic is good enough to get them to like a four or five seed in the West. Shout I think so, MVP, especially, man. Especially with the Clippers being he hurt. Look different. Huh? Y'all know you saw it. I think you quoted that video of him yeah. working out. He oh, looked yeah. lean as hell. It's kind of weird to see because you remember like he was two like two years, years ago, ago he was fat. Fat and, as fuck. And then he showed up to the bubble skinny. <laughs> <laughs> and people ask you like is he sick no he just stopped eating and worked out more yeah that's crazy how much he just took care of his body and changed so long Ridiculous, in such a quick bro. time and it's helped him a lot like we be seeing him dunk Jokic never dunked before like <laughs> he did like a reverse dunk in that he highlight video yeah yeah, he did. yeah. where's that coming from but no, I think with Michael Porter Jr. and Jokic and then with Austin Rivers and they have a good enough team where they could be good in the regular season. I'm it's not just saying it's impossible, but it's going to be hard as hell, man. It's going to be so Because when hard. they lost Jamal Murray, they were still really good. They were still really good. You're absolutely right. Beat yeah. your team. Yes, they did. <laughs> 55 <laughs> points wasn't even enough to Smoked beat them. them boys, too. And that just look, made Portland look even worse because they got their ass swept in the next row. <laughs> <laughs> like, they Portland was really that bad? They were that bad? Uh, next one is Memphis. Without Jonas Valanciunas, Jaron Jackson Jr. will need to be healthy for them to be in playoff contention. So, Your flashlight's on, Mike. They're they're Memphis. betting on Jaron um, being healthy and elite. I was listening to Chris Vernon, who's a big um, Grizzlies fan, with um, Kevin O'Connor on the mismatch, mm-hmm. and he was basically saying that they expect Stephen Adams to be like a um, a defensive quarterback. Or like he's not going to put up great stats, but he's going to anchor the defense. Because there's one thing about Stephen Adams last year with the with the Pelicans. I guess he, he didn't fit with Zion and everything like that, but he brought the team better defense when he was on the court. That team was terrible defensively. But he, but he they were better with him. <laughs> you know what I'm they were terrible, but they were better with him. Um, and they got way better defensive players in Memphis than they did with the Pelicans. I would, not be, has to be, I would yeah. not be surprised this team took a step back. Because they just got worse on paper. Like you're gonna, you're pretty much relying on Ja, Jaron, like Grayson Allen was yeah, a big. You got to take. Desmond Bain has to take that step because yeah. Grayson Allen just got shipped out. 
Yeah, Grayson Allen and Valanciunas were huge parts of that team. Grayson Allen hit a lot of big shots in the playoffs mm-hmm. for them. Like, he was huge. We were watching that one game. Do you remember when uh, – I forget who the hell they were playing against, but Ja Morant was driving to the paint, and he had a pass to Grayson Allen in the corner. He was in the air for, like, five, six seconds. Do you remember that? We were watching that shit together. You were like, that was a crazy-ass pass, bro. <laughs> was it, like, in the left corner? Uh, I don't remember which corner okay. it is, but, I, like, I promise you, you could find that shit really quick. But we were watching that game, and we were just like, bro – that was a like my man's had took off Demner from the free throw line. It was yeah. at the rim, still brought it around. And then Jared Jackson has shown that he doesn't like playing center. Like he doesn't like banging with the bigs. Right. So like that's never been his forte. Hey, they got the biggest bruiser of all time. <laughs> every year, y'all remember GM surveys? Yeah. Where like they ask every GM a bunch of questions. They say who's the toughest player in the NBA. Stephen Addis be getting that award religiously. If you want somebody that's going to bang to protect your Dude, power forward, bro, it's There him, was bro. a moment, bro. I think it was against JaVale McGee in the playoffs in the bubble. I want to say it was the bubble, bro. Uh, JaVale did some crazy shit, and Steven Adams fell on his leg, bro. I thought he tore his ACL. <laughs> he was literally hobbling, but he still played the damn game, bro. Of course yeah. he did. Like, I was like, bro, that, that's insane for you to still play like that, bro. <laughs> yeah, we visited uh, Steven Adams' like childhood home the other day on our trip to New Zealand. And it was cool. Mm-hmm. We was only there for, what, 12 hours or so that we caught our flight back home. But New Zealand was beautiful, man. Very, very beautiful. And get no complaints from me. Nope. Smooth, smooth sailing. <laughs> uh, next team is the New York Knicks. Uh, this is a team in the East that has the biggest chance to drop in the standings. Hmm. From 4C to whatever, whatever. Yeah. I can see that. They did get better. I don't want to – People to misinterpret, but I also think a lot of the teams in the conference got better too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would still expect it to be a successful season for the Knicks, but I definitely wouldn't expect wouldn't be surprised if they fell to the seventh seed. Like I don't think that would be a bad year for them. No, um, actually, seventh seed might be a bad year because that's play in shit. But like six seed would still be a really good year for them. No, yeah, but yeah, think about everything got better, even the Bulls. Yeah, like. The Bulls could be a top seed. Miami can definitely gonna, is definitely going to be a top seed. Miami so. was lower on the seeding than than the Knicks were last year. You expect that to happen again? Hell no. no. Probably not. <laughs> Celtics were too. Celtics were too. Probably not again. Only thing, I mean, you never know with injuries. You never know with COVID stuff because yeah. that always. The Celtics know. literally were the three seed before Jason Tatum got COVID protocol. Right. So, you know, not, not discrediting what the Knicks have done because I think they've had an amazing offseason and an amazing year last year. But it will be a little bit tougher out there. I'm, I wonder tough. how good defensively they're going to be with Kemba and Fournier as they're starting backcourt. Hmm. Who was before? It was. Um, was it Reggie? Oh, it was, oh, it was, no, it was like um, Alfred Payton. Payton. Oh, yeah. I don't care, bro. I don't care how good defensively Alfred Payton could be. <laughs> Getting anybody in that spot is an upgrade, bro. <laughs> Kimba might not be clamping up, but goddamn, he gonna, he, it's going to be okay. Their defense. Who, who is the greatest defensive coach of our era? Tom Thibodeau. I was exaggerating. It might be Tom Thibodeau. He's up there, though. Mm-hmm. He's up I, there, though. I couldn't think of anybody better right now. Maybe maybe Pop. Maybe Pop. Know. Yeah. I don't even know if like the numbers reflect that in recent years, but like we know that he if he was, he can get them rotations down if, sure. if he got the right personnel. But no, it might be Tom Thibodeau because every team Tom Thibodeau coaches comes out and be a top defensive team. Well, the first I year. I don't know about the Timberwolves. Were they? Seven to ten was good. Good point. Good point. I forgot he was there. <laughs> the, the first year or two, Thibodeau teams be defending their ass off. Then after a while, they kind of drop off. So he probably get tired of that. Or that's whatever <laughs> scheme he then came up with is being like people see it, and now we can, you know, what I'm saying prep for it. Mm-hmm. Just like how the Atlanta Hawks prepped for Julius Randle as a whole. 
and shut his ass down in the playoffs. Well, yeah, if you just stop now, they're at a point where you, if you just try to stop Julius Randle, you now, got Kemba, Kemba, and Well, his ass yeah. can buy a damn bucket. And in the RJ playoffs. should be better this year too. So yeah, I have made a poll saying could RJ jump in the top ten PGs? Not PGs, <laughs> PGs, not PGs. You don't have to do a lot to jump into right. the PGs. But I have forgot he's not going to play shooting card this year. He's, he's going to play the small four. Yeah. So he probably you, the small four positions. I don't remember the bottom of each list. He he it was, was in one of your like honorable mentions, right? Though um, he was, got honorable mentions for me, right? It was Gordon Hayward was at the bottom. Um, damn, uh, I can't remember. It don't matter. We gonna move on to the Bulls since we were talking about them. Um, it's a good chance that they they'll end up in a play-in tournament. Yeah, I don't think that's out the window. That team's really good. I disagree. I think they're going to oh, be top seed. I said it's a good chance that they end up in the playing tournament, oh. so they'll be in that seventh through tenth. I thought you were just saying I'm, that I'm they were going to get better. I'm putting my bias at the top. We're going to be better than that. Okay. I think they'll be six five. Six five. Right. So you, I'm, I'm just going to name the teams. Obviously, and they're going to have to follow. Obviously, if they want to get into that five six mm-hmm. five, they damn they're going to have to be some teams. So we have Philly up. We're better. <laughs> Brooklyn, we're Philly, better, Milwaukee. Uh huh. The Celtics. Yeah, I think Heat. Could, I think they could be higher than the Celtics. We're better than all of those teams. <laughs> they go that bias coming out. Y'all has got some shit to work on. This y'all got one of those. Y'all got the learning curve this year. Y'all gonna have to. Y'all basically got new players on the roster. Y'all got to start working together. Y'all gonna have to figure out how y'all gonna work tomorrow. Rosen in where lines are gonna fit in. Where everybody gonna fit in. Everybody gonna get in where they fit in and follow Zach Levine. We're better <laughs> than all of those teams. And then we got Vucci Man. Yep. So he, he he used to around that eighth seed. I saw him selling KB. He used to them first round exits. His he, trolls don't mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna move on to the Hornets. This is a positive one, bro. I think this is like the best young team like in the East. Like they got the best spot. Like I think they don't have much expectations. But they can get it done. They can end up in that play-in tournament and, and you know, find some, find some success this season. Well, they were the AFC last season. Um, so, I think that's around where they're going to be, especially if Gordon Hayward's healthy. But I feel like they're in a position where they don't even have to rely on him to be healthy. They just signed Kelly Oubre, which I think was a very good signing for them. And um, they just – LaMelo has a year under his belt. Now, Terry Rozier, they don't have to worry about Devontae Graham um, trying to find out where he's playing. So I think that team is going to be very good next season. Especially, I, I like them a lot. Yeah, they're going to still be the fun, exciting team that they were last year. Are they? And they made the right draft choices. You think they're young? Yeah. Right? P.J. Washington's young. Terry Rozier's young. Terry, I mean, how old is Terry Rozier? Like well, he's on his second. He's on his second contract, right? Yeah. So no. A lot I of think they got a good mix. I think they're in their prime. Yeah. They got a mixture. Yeah, That's I think they saying. got a good. Yeah, mix. they got a good mixture. Yeah, they, they got PJ. They got Miles. What, they what got makes Lamello. it feel like they're just a younger team is because they're they're led by. Oh, he's about to be in his second year. Yeah. So it makes it feel like they're a younger team. And I guess yeah, yeah. Like Kelly Oubre still what twenty five. I know yeah. he's been on like seven teams, but he's still young. Yeah. Um, next, they not the Lakers. <laughs> next one is the Mavericks. KP is better than what we've seen in the playoffs. But he's not going to go back to the I mean, all-star it, form. It does not take much for him to be better than what he was in the playoffs. <laughs> it takes very little because he mm-hmm. was not doing shit. There are a few players <laughs> out there, man, that were all NBA all-star caliber players, but it's just I think they're better suited to be the third best player on the team but not the second best. And I think he's one of those guys. He's probably suited to be the third best player. But how do the Mavericks get the second best player? Who the fuck knows? 
Is it just being like, hey, we gonna punt on him and try to figure something out later? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Porzingis is definitely better than what we've seen. No, for sure. I, and that's why I'm not. I'm not gonna label him something like that. Mm-hmm. Not noticing like no three and D. I know we be joking about shooting guard, but no, he's got to think back in that bubble. He was balling. You know, like the Clippers literally didn't didn't have an answer for him. And so I don't know. I think it was Jason Kidd who was talking about it. Like he he really thinks he can get Kristaps back to that level. I think it's crazy how whenever he gets a little bit of momentum going, he gets hurt. And then he comes back and he loses his confidence and he just starts just shooting again. Like he has a pattern of doing that. Like, I get it. Like, when you get hurt, you kind of lose your confidence a little bit. But he he just he results back to his old ways whenever he doesn't feel like he wants to do anything. Shout out to Porzingis, man. Or maybe don't. Heard some things. Heard some things. Um, Cleveland – End up they're they're end up they're gonna end up regretting trading for Lowry. Why would they regret it? They just don't need him. They didn't. I don't think they'll regret it because they ain't really give up much for him. They give up Larry Nance and that was it. Yeah. Tradable contract. I don't think that they're gonna regret it. Does it fit? Does it seem like it makes sense? No. Now no. But if it don't, I, I legit think that his contract is very very tradable for. Yeah, the it's future. a very financially friendly but deal. I told Mike this joke yesterday, and I'm gonna say it again. The Cavaliers are becoming the Chicago Bulls G League team. <laughs> you pick up Denzel Valentine now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The players that we don't want no more, y'all want them? Come on, Cleveland. And they had to play better, too. Hey, that would be some funny shit if they had a better record than the Bro, Bulls. Bro, I love Denzel Valentine. He was fun to watch. He was definitely like Only a- man in Chicago to say those words. <laughs> what what the hell was Denzel doing? He had a nice little floater. Yeah, his slow game was cool. He, he would knock that bitch down. He was when the he got... slowest guard in the entire league. Yeah, he made a lot of bonehead plays. That comes. That and comes. It's, it's a. It's not the Denzel yeah. Valentine hate podcast. No. It's not. I'm not. I don't say I hate the him. Either. Bonehead plays. He the reason. First of all, no, y'all, no, no, no. y'all should be bonehead for having him in, in late game situations. To even make bonehead plays. You're not watching the games as we watch the as I. I'm not even saying we because his ass don't count no more. Because he I, said I love Denzel Valentine. <laughs> he had, he did a lot of shit this year. I know y'all remember the shot, the half court. Oh my god! These uh, see see look. You gonna see this play and you are gonna renact re- all the stuff. Are you you talking about the one from the logo? We talk about the one where he was having a good game and that's why he was still in when it mattered. When we were down and we we had time to draw up a play, but his ass wanted to pull from fucking the 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 side logo and airball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel like Stacey King said some foul shit after that. Oh, we about, I'm about to show y'all this clip. This year. Denzel I, Valentine. These are the top things that come up. Highlights. That makes sense. He he just signed a new contract. People are wondering what they got in Denzel Valentine. Bad shot. <laughs> <laughs> Drew League. Why does that come up? Cause oh, because he got somebody torched his ass. ass the business. <laughs> no, they didn't, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody in the he Drew went to the Drew League. The business. Somebody fucked him up, bro. Um, <laughs> um, who was it? I want to get this man his credit. And it's not often NBA players go to the Drew League and get um, fucked up. <laughs> oh, 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 Frank, uh, Frank Nitty. Frank Nitty's like a Drew League like legend. Gave oh. him 44. <laughs> Gave him 44. And here, here are the top These are the names of the, the videos. Um, Denzel Valentine cooked by Drew League MVP. Um, <laughs> cooked. De- cooked Rosen, is just a funny ass. Demar Derozan and Rudy Gay laugh at Denzel Valentine getting cooked at the Drew League. <laughs> <laughs> um, Frank Nitty destroys NBA player, drops forty four on him, and trash talks. Come on, bro. 
Look, this man did so much work. They gave him his own interview. Drew League legend explains why he busted Denzel Valentine's ass. <laughs> hey, Denzel, it's you're gonna have to have a comeback here for this game. <laughs> look, 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 look. Denzel Valentine is the worst player in the NBA. Twitter trend, and it's somebody b- tweeting all the bad plays of Denzel Valentine. On a fast break, he went in between his legs and turned the ball over. Um, and look, 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 Denzel's a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm not disrespecting him, but I'm just saying I think it's funny that these are the things that people are looking up with Denzel Valentine. <laughs> lowlights. If you type in Denzel Valentine, the third thing that comes up is Denzel Valentine lowlights. Come on, bro. You started to an NBA bro. I feel troll. bad, bro. He was old as hell when we drafted him out of Michigan State. He was. He was already old as hell. Then his rap come up. So, like, you know, they got some bars. Um, Next one is the Spurs. And honestly, I don't even agree with this shit. But this is the year the Spurs are out of the playoff picture. Yes. They don't have DeRozan. So, yeah. They damn near wasn't in the playoff picture with DeRozan. I don't I feel I like they're going to be one of them weird teams that do better without that star, like, ball. That, hey, okay. I'm going to do a long wind in my league series. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm picking the Spurs as my team. Mm. They're going to be fun, bro. Like, this is going to be the first time in a minute where they didn't have no, like, I mean, they had LaMarcus and DeRozan. And you, those are kind of like all When they're at their peak, they're like all-star caliber. They don't got that no more. Yes, they do. Who? Fadzik Johnson. Oh, man. Fadzik Johnson's on the team. I still don't understand the Zach Collins signing. They gave him two years, $22 million. He's not even going <laughs> to play. He ain't even playing. He's not playing next season. They he got, got more money than he Dennis. He had a good setback, yeah. yeah. he literally got more money than Dennis Schroeder. And Dennis Schroeder's going to start. He's only 23. <laughs> He's only tw- what, if he, what if he do come back and his ass is elite? And then Trailblazer fans are like, oh, what It's the like fuck? he protecting the rim. He knocking <laughs> he down threes. They like, bro, we could use that shit. <laughs> Hey, he showed like he showed a lot of flashes of yeah being for very sure. There was good. a period t- there was a playoff series where he was really good for y'all. I yeah. don't remember what it, which team he was going against. That was during the final the conference finals run. It was one series specifically. He averaged like nine points maybe, but he had a lot of good moments for them in that series. I don't remember what team they were going against. Yeah, right no, I don't either. But he he showed some flashes throughout his career, but his inability to stay on the court is just ridiculous. Yeah. And he was a terrible interview. Was that Myers Leonard who had a super big game for y'all one time in the playoffs? Yes, he did. Oh, okay. He had it for the Heat. He had like, for the heat he had like seven or eight threes. Like, yep. he was going crazy. I'm like, damn. Oh, y'all remember the play where Zach Levine tried to shoot a game winner and Denzel Valentine brought his defender over there? So now Zach Levine had to shoot over two people instead of one? Because I remember that. And then Zach y'all Levine shouldn't looked have at him had and Denzel, was like, Y'all shouldn't have had Denzel in the game. <laughs> Sometimes you can't control the talent on your team, bro. Y'all, I just heard you say that that man was arguably the worst player in the NBA. Y'all, Who said that? Oh, no, I was reading the title of a YouTube video. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't say it myself. I'm saying that he – there's a video that I'm watching that says Denzel Valentine's <laughs> the worst player in India. Damn, even Jared Culver? Hey, that, Jared Culver is still in the league. That's a shot. Hey, Jared Culver cool as hell, too. <laughs> now watch. We're going to have him on the show, and Derek going to be like, I love your game. Well, <laughs> I love your game. <laughs> All right, I'm done disrespecting uh, these NBA players. Um, this is going to be the last one. Should be quick, and the Hawks should be in no rush to trade Cam Reddish yet. Agree. I think they've already – I mean, he took Hawks out of all his um, social media accounts. I mean, I feel like they're going to shop him, definitely. They listening. I think they listen. Because they have so. DeAndre Hunter and Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter – I mean, they had to choose between one of the three. Mm-hmm. I mean, two of the three. Mm-hmm. So, I think Cam Reddish just fell out just because of injuries. And then Kevin Herter just had a crazy playoff run. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just the opportunity was, wasn't there for him. 
Bro, I'm watching these these lowlights of this G League game or this Drew League game. This motherfucker Denzel was weak as hell. He you know what made that worse? Picked. Like, <laughs> I feel like those all crowds do this shit, but like those Drew League crowds, they be so loud with the ooze. Like you, Facts. and it's just like the other players that are on the court, they will they will take a possession and be like, you know what? Yeah, one on one, and like everybody's on you, and all you hear is you get rocked a little bit. Ooh, <laughs> ah, he hitting the shot. It's like, damn, bro. Now you got to feel like you got to come back at him. <laughs> it was didn't it even was, have to pull up, bro. <laughs> this is an optional thing. It was fun watching Kobe in the Drew League. That shit was fun. Like Le- LeBron's never done that, right? Oh, he went to Seattle's Drew League, right? Or oh, the Seattle League, and was super was that Trey Young? They had that recent one where he was like talking shit with this dude, and he yeah. was yeah, yep. They said that dude was like they didn't really show all the play, but like that dude was doing his thing too. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah. Peyton Pritchard also dropped ninety. Oh so. yeah, wasn't that in an alumni game though? That wasn't. The but league. what I else think, would you expect from that, that man? I didn't think it was a Drew League, but it was like a pro am run. Oh, um, Peyton Pritchard, that dude. And then he came back to to summer league, and what did he do? Got clamped up yep. by Davion Mitchell. Davion Mitchell <laughs> was, was a fucking nightmare for him. Fucking Kevin Durant went to the Rucker Rucker Park. Rucker Park. Rucker Park. And, and drop what sixty something? Hey, that shit, like that shit, got to be so crazy, bro. I don't know how people be hooping on like outside court. Like, no, I don't either. I, I can't shoot consistently. I know outside court. Did y'all see court. the NBA is gonna do something like that? Like I've, what? Um, playing outside. So you know, in the MLB, they did the Field of Dreams game. Yep, which was fire. I don't what know if you've seen. Some dude had a Field of Dreams shirt on and with Tim Anderson. That, that shit looked raw as hell. Raw as hell at the game yesterday. What is Field of Dreams? I don't know what that is. He's not a White Sox fan? He's not a baseball fan in general, so we give him a pass. Field, Field of Dreams is a movie from, I think, the early 90s. Um, it's a baseball movie oh. where they're playing baseball. The, I'm not giving you the whole plot of the movie, but the relevancy to the MLB is that they're playing in Iowa in this cornfield. Oh, the White yeah. Sox played against the Yankees in this cornfield game, and it was a spectacular. T- Tim Anderson hit a walk-off home run. It was bro, beautiful. Dick was hard. Watch, watch that highlight of Tim Anderson hitting that walk-off, bro. You're going to be okay. hyped as bro, hell, bro. please watch that right now. Like, when I say <laughs> – No, I'm not he even, needs to hear it. He needs to bro, hear the back that and everything. that shit – after he crack it, he look, he just start walking because he know that bitch is gone. <laughs> Tim Anderson's that guy. Was anyway, so they did that, and the NBA was like, that was so successful for the MLB. We're going to do something similar. We're going we gonna to be outside. We're going to be hooping. We don't know no other details, but that's what we know. They're going to be they doing it. They should have it at, like, Rucker Park. The, M- the, the NCAA used to do an outside thing for, like, I think it was for the Navy. Oh. They used to do it on, like, a, um, one of them big-ass mm-hmm. ships. They used to put a basketball court on the ship. And I think Ooh. it was like Michigan State versus somebody. You know, it was an outdoor game. Yeah. yeah um, that sounds, that imagine sounds having an NBA too. playoff game with like Drew Lee type atmosphere. I believe that the NBA has played outside games before. Because I'm like visualize, visualizing a hockey arena being. <laughs> Bro, one seen. of my favorite quotes, I think it was Mike D'Antoni said that shit too. He's talking about his Rockets when like they was missing shots. He's like, we got a bunch of good, we got a bunch of outdoor shooters. We just play indoors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only, only four. Let me see. Let me go, go. Let me click on this. Um, there's been four games played outside. One was in Puerto Rico. That sound like a, a that, that sound, sound nice. fire, but that was in '97 or '72. Uh, it would have to be somewhere where the weather is like really nice consistently. Um, in 2008, they tried to do one outside, but the weather wasn't permitted. Yeah, 2009, the Suns met the Warriors at Indian Well. Due to poor weather, both teams struggled to find a basket and shot just above 40%. Warriors, yeah. Anthony Morrow dropped 30. Eee. Outside shooter, baby. Well, he just a shooter in he's general. Just a shooter. 
That's my thing. It's just like that. That win got to be literally nothing. <laughs> I feel like that shit's just affecting the game. But maybe that makes like that shows that you just battle through anything, bro. Facts. If you can hoop, you can hoop. Facts. NCAA basketball game outside. Because I swear I remember as a shorty watching it. Yep, the Carrier Classic. How do they do? I was going to say, how do they do like tickets since it's not an arena? But I, I think know. they just let the Navy watch. Like it's not like actual fans of the organizations or the schools, but like our, our troops and stuff get to watch the game, which is cool. If I'm not mistaken, Draymond Green played in one of these games. <laughs> um, Why? He was at Michigan State. Oh. Look, you talking about like he was weak or something. <laughs> um, Harrison Barnes was here. President Obama was there. Uh, hey. I heard Obama could hoop. Hell yeah, you can hoop. You ain't never seen it. He used to be running, like real life running with him. He got that. Don't we got one of his Yeah, it's going crazy. Oh no, no, no. We got that Bel Air jersey. I was about to say, don't we got that Obama jersey? Hey, jo- my boy, this boy Josh is ripped, bro. What Josh the hell? Dickens? Yes, bro. Who? Jo- J- uh, JD. Oh. Ripped, bro. Dang, JD, go crazy then. People putting on a pandemic weight, not him. He cutting it, getting leaner. Uh, let's talk about yesterday before we get out of here. Let's quickly recap yesterday. We went to a White Sox game. Um, game started at seven. It was a night game. Started at seven. I told my girlfriend before we left, everybody's gonna be late. Cause I knew that as I was getting dressed, people were. Terrence left the party, said, so "I'm about to take a nap." I'm like, "Oh yeah, these motherfuckers not getting here until <laughs> the third day." You know, and I knew it was a Friday night. We had to drive all the way to the city, and then there was gonna be a log jam once you got to the. Um, to the ballpark because you have to park you gotta do all of that so we left out at four to get to a game at seven you know what i'm saying we got there at six parked up and walked in it was beautiful we talking to people got some food and i just knew everybody's about to be late but mike got there right before first pitch so he was there came in looking like a damn undercover cop <laughs> look like an undercover cop. I swear to God, bro. I cannot explain why, but he looked like an undercover cop yesterday. What did he? What did he have on? I didn't he, see his he outfit. He had on White Sox gear. He looked like an undercover cop trying to pose as a White Sox fan. <laughs> it just did it because I. First of all, Mike rarely wears hats. That's the first thing. <laughs> and then I, I've never seen him in anything baseball related either. It, it didn't fit what Mike normally do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So he just looked undercover. And then he had, the mask, mask on, like, the mask. he had the mask on. <laughs> he was sitting there with his mask on the whole time. <laughs> Which ain't no wrong with yeah. him. Be safe. Be safe. But it was just, he, he felt like he was undercover cop. And then we were like, okay, who going to be next? Nobody. Nobody came until like the third inning. And I think next was um, Jules and Tyler. Yeah. Well, they were after us because they walked past us when we were waiting in line. Yeah, I think I went to go. I went to go do some shit. I went to go to the bathroom or something. And I seen D Mills in line, and like they were in the hot dog line that was like right outside, and that line was big. It was long, and like most of the hot dog lines weren't even like like that. But that's how you know that shit was packed when all the lines was damn long. I went to we go damn near had a, a sellout game last night. Yeah, it completely was so different than our last game. Yeah, it was a sellout. Um, I guess Boston Red Sox travel. Their fans travel. Oh, they had a lot, bro. They did, but it's also Friday night game in Chicago. I feel like I feel like majority of them are probably and then we got two teams or one of the teams in the playoff, one of the team trying to make the playoffs, two good teams going against each other. Um It was a very good game. White Sox, I mean the Red Sox made it interesting. Did later. you watch you any watched of half the game? the game? Not even half. Not even half. I I was there for a Braves home run. I was at the frozen zone. I don't know what that means. That's where we got the daiquiris. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't even see that damn place. Oh, but you, you was... weren't in the ballpark. You were getting food and stuff. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I saw the home run. I was there with the Who hit the first one? Was it Eloy? 
No, um, Jose Abreu hit the home run. Jose, Jose Abreu hit the only home run of the night. Um, Bobby Dahlback hit one for the uh, Red Sox. But we only had one home run, and it was a crazy ending too, because it's like what was it four three, and the like they the, the Red Sox always had that chance, so like yeah. they could have just freaking tied that shit yeah. up. It would have been right back to the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, bro, so. I was so mad because like I needed Juan Moncada to get on base. Just I just needed him to hit the ball. What were you to would have won? Three fifty five. What'd you put in? Fifty five. You put in fifty five to get three fifty five, and you, you need. I need. Get- I put the money line. I put. Uh, Jose Abreu to get a hit, and then I put Juan Mercado to get two hits. And you know what's ridiculous? He got hit by two pitches. He got hit by two pitches! That's what I was mad about! I was like, bro, they have an opportunity. No, he was one for two on hits. I was, and at one point, he was at one for one. I was like, ah, wait. I was like, he he just need one. Yeah. And then he got walked every time. I was like, bro. It's unfortunate for you, bro. (laughs) That's unfortunate. Damn. That's not a bad bet either. No, that's it not won't. a bad bet at all. <laughs> Unfortunate, but not a bad bet. I, see, I was supposed to vlog the event, but it was so damn loud oh. that I couldn't hear. I was gonna do this home run hat, and the only person I talked to about it was Mike because he was there on time. If everybody was on time, I think I would have been able to do it because it wasn't as loud before the game started. Mm-hmm. Where I was letting everybody pick one player that they thought would hit a home run, and if you got it right, you got a hundred dollars. Okay. And so now everybody rooting for different people, but still engaged in the game because now their players up to bat, and I got Jose Abreu to hit a home run, and if he do, Bro, I'm trying to remember who I picked for the. Red Red Sox. You picked um, Cal Schorber. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you actually know who he is, or was it just random? Uh, I, he played M- I know he had one of those, like, boss cards at MLB, so I was like, I yeah. know he got to be rocking oh, shit. He and was, he was a designated hitter, so he got to be rocking shit. But the reason why that wasn't a good pick is he was lefty-lefty last night. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, it was kind of cool, though. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not no big baseball fan, but, like, playing MLB, like, I had fucking Raphael Devin. I had Alexander Bogart. So it was right, cool right. to see you them, like, actually in real life. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, damn. I'm like, I know them. Facts. No, see that them, was like, a very fun game. Definitely. Definitely was a good atmosphere. I would have loved to have been to that Cubs game. That was Last very, night? No, the one where they went up 6-0 and then the White Sox came back. The, oh, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to go to that Yeah, one. we were supposed to go we to that one. We were supposed to go to that one, yep. That would have been a very fun game. That was like to. a five-hour game, too. Yeah, because it was so high 15 score. runs on each team. Yeah, it was a ridiculous game. Yeah, there was so many home runs in that game. Like That would have been a very fun game to be, be at. Yeah. Yasmin Rondell had eight RBIs, two home runs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Bro, what was low-key underrated? You talking about like me coming in like some White Sox gear? I heard John and Tyler talking about it. He's like, yeah, bro, me me and my girl, we went to go get some White Sox stuff because we didn't have some for the game. They literally came in the matching outfits, bro. Yeah. They came in the – Tyler and John both had matching uh, fits with their girls. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even peep that. And only thing that I would say wasn't great about the experience is that since we had so many people, I didn't get to talk to you or Mason the whole night. Oh, bro, you know, yeah. Or anything like that. As soon as we finished, Mason came out. He's like, I damn near forgot you was here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, bro. But I mean, the, the game was great. We need to do like a real-life kickback again. Um, Tyler leaves on Monday, unfortunately, but like, so. He can be there on <laughs> FaceTime, bro. He just be there on the kickback. You know how they did it in South Park when uh, who who couldn't oh, get there? Um, they had him on the iPad. Was it? <laughs> it was Kyle or Stan. It was Kyle or Stan, but yeah, they just had him on the iPad, bro. That's how you keep yeah. shit together. He yeah. said he wants to try to go to Top Golf, but he said it would have to be spare at the moment. He said because like he we can't book it. Oh yeah, did you ever talk to them? No, I have not talked to you about things. Oh, the fishing thing? Last episode. He already know. <laughs> last episode, if you watched the whole thing, you know, I told Derek that, like, man, y'all should hit me up, bro. I want, I be wanting to hang out and shit. And you was like, man, we was going fishing. And I was like, I'll go fishing. Which I want to go fishing anyway. The next day or two days later, you went fishing with Tyler and then hit nobody up. Yeah. 
That did happen. You know what's funny? <laughs> yeah, that did happen. The fishing plans are never made by me. So, like, I don't be thinking about it. It's like, he'll hit me up and be like, hey, you want to go fishing? And I'll just be like, yeah, let's go. And, like. It just happened? Yeah, i just be going. Like, I don't be thinking mm-hmm. about, like, inviting You know what's funny? Because yeah. Tyler was like, he was in the Xbox party. He was like, bro, I just went on offer up and I bought some shit. He was like, what? He said, bro, I just bought, like, this fishing gear, oh, fishing yeah. pole for, like, 100 bucks or some shit. And he's like. At first, like, this is before we knew, like, what, what y'all had going on. So he was like, okay, like, but now that that shit made sense and we were full circle, y'all, this shit was premeditated, KB. It wasn't no 30-minute premeditation. I didn't he know buying he was, fishing gear. Yeah. I didn't know he was actually buying fishing gear. Are you going to buy fishing gear? Because you can go. Derek, you acting like fishing gear is like fucking Jordan wants. No. I can go anywhere to get a fi- some get fishing Walmart gear. Get yeah, I can gear. get fishing gear. You were saying like, well, if you got some gear, then you can come, nigga. That, how much <laughs> is it going to cost? How much does fishing gear cost me? Uh, decent poles, probably like $60, $70. Look at $60? me in my face and tell me you can't. You don't think I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just, nope, you can. You can probably do it 10 times over. 10? <laughs> I could buy the best pole in the fucking America. Think about all y'all as the best pole. Right. <laughs> you could have a whole fucking fishing team if you just invited me. One could I have the boat and shit? Could <laughs> a little speedboat. I just want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Pierre said the same. Pierre said he probably wouldn't even fish. You said he just want to be there. I just, I mean, you know, wanted to hang if out, I was bro. There, I just fucking had like a six pack. I'm cracking them bitches. What if we just be wanting to hang out, bro? Because nobody be making plans. <laughs> we, gonna, we we had this conversation like once a month on the podcast. Yeah. Nobody be making plans. So when y'all do make plans and y'all do that shit in individual texts, it's like a slap in the face. We don't want the rest of the homies to know we going fishing right now. <laughs> but then once we get there, we going to put a Snapchat to let everybody know we're fishing right now. Man, wish my other friends would have right. came. <laughs> like, like, look, look, hypothetically, if me and Mike was like, hey, bro, you want to go to the movies today? Yeah. We wouldn't just keep that between us. We would say, me and Mike going to the movies at 7 today. If you want to come, just come. And that costs money. The shit y'all doing don't cost no money. <laughs> like, yeah, no. y'all, you ain't never been in a situation with me and some other person hanging out and nobody else knew. When You remember January of 2019, maybe, 2020, whenever we became legal here in Illinois. Yeah. Me and Mike... We went to see what it was about, and we went to our basement, and we, we tested the- Don't the, say our basement. My that basement, weird. yeah. My basement tested the, the legal marijuana to see what it was about. We hit the group chat. We didn't even ask for people to put in. We was like, if anybody want to pull up, come pull up. I remember that. Nobody yeah. did, but we, we, we offered, offered it to it. people. Yeah. It, we definitely should offer. <laughs> I just don't be thinking about it. Man, he don't. He, you don't come hey, across your man. On some real shit, whenever I am doing something that could involve the homies, I think about the homies. I do. Yeah, you're right. We should. So, are you gonna invite him next time? Yeah. I'm, but now it's too late. 2K came out. I'm playing 2K. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I'm gonna pass on fishing for the for the foreseeable future because we playing 2K. Speaking of that. I'm ready to get on that shit, bro. We I want to appreciate you watching this episode of Through the Wire, bro. Um, you could. What were you about to say? I just hope we get on programs sooner than later. What hey. are y'all builds? I have a a two way stretch defender. I don't know the exact name of it, but he's a he's a four that can shoot the three, but also an elite level defender. Like all four, all five positions, or just um, he would be able to switch onto guards. My my perimeter defense is like a seventy three. He gets clamps, so he could switch onto guards, but he's definitely more of a a big defender. Okay, wing the big wing defender. Mm-hmm. So I like got- a Larry Nance. 
Yes, but he can shoot better. But, yeah. better. but like the mold, yes, that's a good that's a good comparison. That, but I'm not as athletic as him. I would say I'm not postering motherfuckers. Okay. Um, but player comp wise, hmm. I don't even know. Like Jonathan Isaac, but with a shot. I am yeah, kind of long, <laughs> or lengthwise, like arm, like wingspan. <laughs> I got a center. Um. Uh, he he can't like his three goes up to like a sixty, so he can maybe knock it down in the right scenario. But he's mostly like an athletic around the rim type big. It seems like they give like all bills like some sort of three now. I mean, I could have gave his ass like a like a eighty some three, but oh. like it, it's just it too much. Yeah, it's just too much. To, it takes away. Yeah, he would be. I think you'd be less athletic, right? If you made, him I'd be less shooter. athletic, or I wouldn't be able to dunk as much. Like you know what I'm saying? And I think that like standing in. Being able to shoot is good, but it, it's gonna be too easy to take me out the game if I literally can't like finish strong or if I can't shoot as yeah, good. Four, the four, your four of the teammates will be able to knock down shots. So I hope so. You just have to be the paint presence. Yeah, I think I can be. Are we? <laughs> I think we're going. Our front court is gonna be good. The rest of the team, up in the air. I know Pierre. I bet if I went to the Xbox app right now, Pierre's grinding his build since he couldn't come to work. I was trying to see if Kyron. That's why I got online. I want to see if Kyron. I want to see if he was online. It show you the, like the two K player card. Mm-hmm. He went online, but I know that shit say sixty overall. Is no Pierre badges. point guard. Pierre's in the city as we speak. Yep. John said he is a sixty overall. No badges. Yeah. So, might be a ways from this. Uh, yeah. Problem. I want to take us a couple days of grinding, and you be straight. We we talented. John, individuals. when John grinds, he grinds. Like he be up till like four or five in the morning playing the game. Yes, he should. <laughs> you know what'd be funny too? Kyrie was like, um, "Yeah, I'm be on, bro. I'm be I'm be up on this shit all night grinding." And then like the morning come, he's literally in like the same spot. <laughs> I I don't know if I could do that still. Like stay up to like four in the morning. Playing oh no, shot. I stayed up to two yesterday because I had to film a video after the game, and I was I was fucking re- like. Done. There's no benefit to staying up late no it's more. Not, like I, not. I go to bed when like I know it's like I'm ready to go for a bit, go to bed, but I'm not staying up like yeah, bro. It's five o'clock and I'm not even tired. Like there's no, no point. It's no benefit. Yeah, you're gonna die like that. <laughs> that sleep is super important. But it's crazy because like when we were young, we used to do that all the time. Facts. But like at I didn't think point. about that shit. But like we were also that was that Xbox Prime, bro. Yeah. Nice. That was when we was like that one more game, we off. That shit ended up being four or five games. Yeah. I used to do that and then wake up and go work 11 or 12 and then come back and play the game and then wake, play the game till like one or two Facts. and then go back to work, work 11 or 12. <laughs> Bro, my dad did not give a fuck about what I was doing when I was growing up. Not Not in a negative way, but he was like, stay out of trouble. Giga grades, and I don't. You don't have a time where you need to turn off the Xbox. You don't have a time like when there's a period of time where I was hanging out with like CJ's group all the time. Yeah, and it would be a school day, and it would be like I'll come home at two a.m. He didn't care as long as you woke up in the morning, got on that bus, and still did go to school. And because of that, bro, in high school I did not get sleep, bro. I also went through that that fucking night terror phase of my life too. Oh. So I couldn't get sleep if I wanted to. So I'm like, bro, I'm gonna play two K. I'm gonna play Call of Duty. I'm gonna do whatever, and I'm gonna hang out. Yeah, truancy was definitely an issue for me in high school. Truancy, <laughs> I was late or missing class like all the time, especially first period. Mm. That was like what junior, senior, senior, senior. You, when you got your car and the license, you can yeah. like determine it yourself. Yeah. That one, I don't feel like that was me in high school. No, I was always on time. I think it got to that point in college where I was just like, but once you miss your first day in college and you're like, you just you just get comfortable. You get yeah. comfortable. You're like, bro, they don't even care if I'm not Facts. here. Like, fuck it, bro. Talk about comfortable in college. 
we had the geology class. And this was the, la- I think this is the last semester before I stopped going. I think this is our last semester, right? In my mind, or may- maybe second semester. I don't think so, because I think there was another stretch where, like, we didn't have any classes together or some shit okay. like that. Well, in my mind, I knew that I was going to do YouTube. So because of that, I didn't give a fuck. I went to school because I know my dad wanted me to go to school. We had the geology class. I had a D minus. Our final, you can take over as many times as you want. I never took that shit over. <laughs> I ended that class with bro. a D minus, and I was like, and no. I damn if I, bro, that class was so easy. And like his ass was like, I he was a dude that would turn a blind eye. Yes, he's, you can retake the final. He didn't have to be there. You can have your phone and Google and shit. <laughs> like, you, like, that, yeah, it. like in the hallways or whatever. Like he's still teaching the class because he would give you your time during the class, so you didn't have yeah, to come uh-huh. in or like <laughs> anything like that. And he, and like. He'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go over there. Like, just make sure you take the test. And then obviously, like, he'll see you with your phone. He'd be like, I don't give no fuck. He didn't care. And I still didn't take that shit over. He just wanted people to pass. He just, <laughs> wanted, he just wanted a good rate my professor grade. Because <laughs> that's what it boiled down to. I would have gave him one. He I would have gave him cool one, too. Dude. He was a yeah. cool dude. He had a cough, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was it a smoker's cough? Probably. Uh, I couldn't tell. I don't know. He had a cough, though. Or maybe that was just one day. I think it was just one day. I think day. it was one day that he had a cough. But he did, like, start off. He was trying to cover it. He's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I wasn't in one episode. <laughs> yeah. And me and Mike was looking at each other like, ain't no way in hell he won't just let this little cough out. Just cough, bro. It's okay. And he always came to class with shorts on, no matter the weather. He told he us, though. It was like, yeah, it was like winter. He's like, bro, we have, like, three fits. And it was just, <laughs> and it was just like, these collared shirts, like. Not collared short sleeve shirts and a like pair polos, like cargos. Yeah. Polos and cargos. Yeah. Teachers are very simple. Though. Yeah. They're definitely underpaid if you ask me. Yeah. But Who your favorite teacher? First one to come to mind. Ah, uh, Reinhardt. Or either <laughs> Ah. It's hard, bro. I didn't have no transformative teachers like you see in like movies and people are something Mr. like this. Mr. Downing season. was a great teacher. Um see that. Mr. Downing's class for me was Get a book. You read it for the next hour. That was the whole <laughs> class. That was the whole class. You had to sit there and read for an hour. Mm-hmm. I would say probably like Doctor Wa- or Doctor Waterman hmm. or Mister Moretti. Davis was cool. Did I have Mister um, Business Mr. Guy? No, he was. Re- I think he was retiring the year that I had him, so he did not give a. I fuck. think Mister James was a pretty cool teacher. Mister James is a good teacher. Who I'm was sorry. the the Mexican sociology teacher? Mister Severia. Yeah, Mister Severia is really him. cool. Yeah, he was. He he had gave a segment once where he was talking about. He said, raise your hand if you're black. And he was like, all of you will experience DWB at one point in your life. Mm. And Did y'all have, uh, I think his name was Mr. I'm definitely fucking experienced that. Mr. Mac. Mr. Mac? Mm-hmm. No. He was a pretty cool. I think Pierre might have had him too. I'm going to talk to him about him. I'm going to tell y'all some shit he did. But he was a cool teacher though. I don't know if I can say this oh, shit okay, on yes, here. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this on here. Last thing, Mr. Shaveria is such a good, like, cool guy. He he be hanging out with his former students and stuff. Oh really? Like they went to a white they went to the White Sox Cubs series. Him and um Marrera. Oh. Um and a bunch of other people from like our mm-hmm. graduating class hung out with Mr. Shaveria. He was a, he's just a dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He happens to be a teacher, but he's a cool enough dude that you would want to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, he was he was always very cool. I think what matters though is that in high school, majority of us were just there. Like, I was just there. I think you were probably just there. Derek, you're such a big personality, so you probably weren't just there. And because of that, we didn't have, like, be impacted heavily by teachers because it was go to class, go home, go to the next class. We didn't, like, have relationships with our teachers. You know what I'm saying? Um, and sometimes it takes, like, a bigger personality um, 
to have those type of relationships with their teacher or a very small personality. When I, I when I was working at Pertillo's, I still saw my middle school teachers. We would always talk. Uh, yeah, see, I don't know if any of my former teachers would see bro, me. Like, there was Kenny. I think control. I put in Facebook, uh, in the group chat, bro, one of our teachers from like third, not third grade. It was like from Burr Ridge that added me on Facebook. Who? It was Miss Pacera, I think. Oh, Miss Pacera? It was, that's, that's oh, all, no, it might not be Miss Pacera. It's Miss Panatera. Oh, Panatera. Pan- and that's Those what, are too close no, to the same school. And this what made it weird. Cause Panatera like, was at, was she at fifth grade? Or was bro, it fourth I don't look grade? at my Facebook group. But the reason <laughs> it made it weird is because like. No, just, Panatera was fourth grade because she was with Miss Potempa. And Miss Richie. This face. is so bad for the people at home because they don't know. <laughs> they don't, but it's just like, what? That was fourth grade. Oh, she you didn't even, you didn't accept it? I might have low-key accepted her shit on some, bro. I have so many friend requests. See, I don't be Yeah, please stop sending me friend requests, fans. <laughs> you're Why not, are y'all on Facebook? You're not getting accepted. That's like the one place that fans are just It's just it's just too much in that in that account. No. <laughs> Ooh, Facebook memory. Four years ago. Through the wire. Hey. <laughs> Facebook memory hey. four years ago. Through the wire. That's crazy, bro. That's when we were that one week we were number three. We thought we we did not deserve to be number three. We right sure there. did it, but we was there. Hey, we, hey! A few weeks later, we got shouted out by Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose, man! Shout out to Through the Wire. Yeah, shouted out us out yet? Uh, since then, yeah, Jalen. All right, all right. We appreciate y'all as always. Leave a like, subscribe, and I uh, we got to go grind two K. So we'll see y'all uh, on Tuesday.